Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started. The title of this interview is Tips to Take to the Bank, Convert Your Content to Cash by Helping People. We're going to be talking about a collection of experts' tips booklets, the booklet version of the popular multi-author collaborative books. And who is that person? Paulette Ensign, founder and owner of Tips Products International. She was clueless when she thought that she would sell over a million and a half copies of her 16-page tips booklet, quote, 110 ideas for organizing your business life, end quote, when writing it in 1991 or she'd have it in four languages and various formats without spending a penny on advertising. Now that's some accomplishment. Paulette added co-authored tips booklets to her products and services menu, providing instant products and instant marketing tools online and offline, helping thousands of people on multiple continents. With over 40 years of experience, serving small businesses, corporations, and professional associations in, in industries worldwide. She's a former East Coaster. We had the pre-interview talk. You should have heard that. You should have been a fly on the wall for that. Uh, and, <laughs> and professional associations and in industries worldwide. She, oh, she's a former East Coaster, like I said, now based in mostly sunny San Diego, lucky girl, since 1996, where snow, that was also in the pre-interview talk, uh, is a choice and one she doesn't make. With that said, welcome, Paulette Ensign. Thank you. Hey, Tony. Hi. How are you today? Doing great. It's a real pleasure to meet you. And we had a, we had a, a really interesting meeting. It was our, we just met today, just before this, and we already have, we have a great rapport already. She comes from this area, and she speaks the lingo. She's got the attitude, and it's very <laughs> cool. So it's a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I love what you're about, Paulette. I mean, you're going to talk about stuff that I think is extremely useful. You know, I was a personal development coach, and now I'm the head of a, of a technological coaching company. We're creating a revolutionary app, blah, 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 great stuff. But, uh, you know, a big part of my, what I profess as a, as a life coach or as someone that helps another is to use what you have, okay? Yep. And whatever resources they are, within, without, you know, use them. They're immediately available or, or in close, they're in proximity. Use them, then you can spend money and get greater resources. But there's so much available to you. We don't, we overlook it. We take it for granted. We don't value it the proper way, uh, you know, and I think that you really focus on that. Correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely on target. In fact, very often people will say to me, well, I have to do some research first about what tips I want to use. And I say, great. The only place that you need to research is between your ears and the hard drive in your head. Absolutely. That's the greatest resource we have is, is, yeah. our, is our mind. And we, there's so many resources within, again, as a coach, this is what coaching does, or I'm an NLP practitioner. We help people yeah. access those. And we just, we don't understand how valuable they can be. I think Tony Robbins said that people really overestimate what they can do in one year, but entirely underestimate what they can do in five. And, and how do you do that? Well, you know, what's the dynamics at play there? Is because they're not utilizing, they're not understanding how they're, they're themselves, how they can utilize themselves and how that builds over time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not only that, Tony, but the thing too is that any of the subject matter experts and everyone is a subject matter expert on something. I frequently hear, well, everybody knows that, whatever it is. And I say to them, uh-huh, that's not true. You didn't come out of your mother knowing what you know today. Hmm. 
It's taken time for you to uh, develop your knowledge, your in-depth knowledge, and now you need to start inviting people to your expertise where you started, not where you are now. And there's all kinds of reasons for that that are really logical. One is people are coming to you for the first time with your expertise. The other thing too, on a business level is when you start at a basic level, that means you can continuously build more in depth and lengthen the time that you have to serve that client. They keep Absolutely. coming back to you and they've digested what you've given them at a digestible level, starting at the most basic. And, you know, people have, have tended for this uh, 30 plus years that I've been in this business to kind of downplay tips, especially since a commonly held myth is that the only way you can put publisher after your name or author is with books. And the fact is, that's not the only way. And the worst place to start is overload. I'm going to give you an example in real life to make the point. Imagine you went out on a date with somebody for the first time. Now, for those of you that are married or in long-term relationships, think back, if you can, on that very first date. Imagine if either of the two of you dumped everything about their background in the first date. Be running I think through the hills. That's EMI, too much information, too much too soon. The same is true in educating people. So what I have found, and this is not rocket science. This is really just observation, both internally and externally of other people. Tips seem to have three really valuable purposes. And I'm going to explain what a tip is in a minute. But first, the value of it. What's the benefit of it, right? It can be brand new information that you never knew before. Well, let, let me let me let me pause you for a second. Let's back up slightly and say let's let's define what a tip is precisely. Okay, good. Thank you. A tip is sharing information with somebody else. And I have found a formula that I did inadvertently. I looked back and realized it was a formula. Start one sentence with a positive verb, an action word telling the reader or listener what to do. A second sentence explains why or how. Now that's about 25 words. I modeled what the formula is in that tip that I just said. Start a first sentence with a positive verb, telling the reader or listener what to do. So if you find yourself starting with don't, ask yourself what do you want that person to do? Give an example. Second, I'm going to. Okay. You know, okay, you and I are going to out-talk each other because we can both talk fast. Now, okay. I've been living in San Diego 25 years. However, I am not at risk of ever becoming a laid-back California chick. Ain't going to happen. The energy <laughs> came with me. So <laughs> we'll just see who can talk faster. And I say that lovingly. Um, I receive it. Use white vinegar as a cleaning agent. Mm. Your mother may never have taught you that, but now you know. Okay. Very now, good. I use that example specifically because I have a very close friend who we were walking out in the world one day and she said something to me about how, well, you know, white vinegar is a cleaning agent. I looked at her like she had 12 heads. We were both in above average intelligence. Nowhere in my mother's first thousand descriptors would ever be good housekeeper. So she couldn't teach what she didn't know. However, I know stuff that my friend doesn't know. And that's the whole deal. So another one, when I was a professional organizer, which I was very early in that industry. By, by the way, Paulette, I recall talking about how valuable that can be. I recall like 25 some odd years ago, either getting purchasing a booklet or getting it as some sort of value on how to use all the uses of white vinegar. And I totally cherished it and I implemented it. So there you go. Perfect. How example. funny that is. Okay. Now here's one that's so generic that it crosses every conceivable boundary and borderline. Take the biggest thing out of a pile you immediately make the pile more approachable and easier to do. I don't care if it's a pile of paper. 
I don't care if it's a pile of clothes out of the, out of the laundry. I don't care if it's the biggest piece of furniture and you're about to move. Take the biggest thing out first because then it's more approachable and you've made big progress. Well, that is so wonderful. And it's a paradox because, you know, as a coach, when I help, you know, procrastination is one of the biggest human afflictions there is. And well, well, right off the bat, we usually advise someone to chunk down, which is to make, yep. make it into smaller. So I was thinking in that terms, but you were being literal. You were talking about, you know, something physical. So I didn't see how that working, but then I saw how in my mind, I visualized it being literal, like say, you know, something has to be clean. Yeah. And now I, then I saw how valuable that would be. So that's the inverse of doing something metaphorically, but here in literal, like six, exactly. Years, it's it's exactly. totally, and yep. that's the greatest reducer there is. So that's a tip. And it can be easy for people who have traveled much of their journey already and their expertise thinking, well, how valuable is that? Uh, those two tips I gave you have saved lives. <laughs> they are, they sound you know? very valuable. Well, that is great. So this, I mean, so imagine you're getting on your podcast and you're ready to host and you spill your drink all over your shirt. Don't say that. And I'm holding my cup. <laughs> if it's coffee, if it's wine, whatever it is. And, you know, a few expletives come out and you realize, wait a minute, there's a jar of vinegar here sitting right over here. And you start to pour it on yourself and you have a different presentation than having to make up something about all of this stuff that spilled on your shirt. Right. So at any rate, I started to share about the value of tips, yeah. especially when people tend to, in, to invalidate or make light of, oh, it's a tip. I mean, doesn't everybody know that? No, they don't. A tip is either brand new information that you just didn't happen to learn yet, or it is a reminder of something you knew, but got buried way back here because you didn't use it. Or the third thing, and I kind of like this one too, it can be validation from a perceived expert that what you already know, this expert is saying as the answer to something. And you puff your chest out and you go, I already knew that. Uh, okay, so kind so of validation. That's a little bit of ego in there, you know, and every so often we have to stroke that ego and feed it a little bit just so it, you know, it doesn't get out of. <laughs> right, so, and the common denom denominator is that it's some useful thing. That's right that you can apply uh, whether in, in those three parameters. That's it. Yes, that's right. right. So you've, you've defined it you've clearly. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. And keep in mind that, you know, no matter how intelligent somebody is, I mean, that best friend that I mentioned to you a moment ago, she's real book smart. On common sense, not so much. I'm not a gigantic researcher other than internally. However, I'm really resilient and can come up with ideas and bring ideas together to make a third thing of bringing those two disparate entities together. Mm. So we've all got our brilliance and our genius. And as soon as we make an assumption, doesn't everybody know it? It's common sense. And <laughs> no. Right. Absolutely. And, and assumptions are 99% of the time incorrect. Right. This is great stuff. And I'm, I'm, we've, we've just begun. I don't know. I want to hear more and more about this. And this is, this is stuff is really, I mean, this, my podcast is all about giving value to the listener, but, and this is right on par. So this is great, great stuff. So let's take a, a moment to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back with Paulette Ensign. This episode of self-help coaching is brought to you by Perficio. Ever heard of accelerated learning techniques? What if you learned more deeply than ever before? What if you remembered what you learned far better than ever before? Visit www.proficio.io. That's proficio.io, where you can understand perhaps better than ever before. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. I'm talking with Paulette Ensign. We're talking about tips and their value. And now my, my next question to Paulette, Paulette is, how do tips help improve life more than books? Yeah, I really get that question all the time uh, in some form, either in immediate resistance because they don't realize the value or, you know, not realizing how uh, it can be a revenue stream and a substantial one at that. Um, so as far as how it helps people's lives, 
Tips booklets is where I started as far as the delivery format. Over the years, I realized that we talk a lot about repurposing content. Well, I don't go to um, non-money generating things as my first approach. I go to both and, not either or. All of this stuff is a marketing tool and or a revenue stream. So it's both. There's no reason not to have both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so at any rate, the question that you just asked me is about a book. Lots of people walk around saying someday I'm going to write a book and someday never shows up. Oh, my God. Other people don't have the temperament to sit down and write a book. And they may want to write the book, but then they kind of lose track of the fact that other than, you know, unless they themselves end up doing some kind of marketing and do it pretty well and do it consistently, all they did was they wrote a book and it's sitting collecting dust. So it takes much longer to write a book. There's lots of folks on the planet like me who are very bottom line oriented, as few details as possible. I'm more results oriented than process oriented in the big picture of who I am. It doesn't mean that I ignore details. It just means my go-to, you know, if I've got a surgical operation, I have no interest in knowing how you did it. None. Right. You just want to <laughs> I want to wake from up from the anesthesia and whatever needed to be fixed is fixed. Right. So for me to write a book, I don't have that attention span. Now, when you write a booklet, it costs less by every resource. It costs less time. It costs less money to produce. And it brings back more, it typically more money than selling a book can, get, can bring. And I know lots of folks talk about a book being a business card. For a whole lot of time, a whole lot less time and dollars you can have a, a unique, a unique business card. It's not one that fits in a business card this size of whatever it is, two by three inches. For, for those who can't inches. see, she, right, three by five. She has, she has a small size held up. Yeah. So instead, a booklet, and I have several here just to show our read, our, our viewers. Right. If, for, uh, those, for those who are listening, go over to YouTube and you can get a better idea and see us both. Yes. It's four inches by nine inches. Okay. So it fits in a number 10 envelope in North America. Right. It has a coated cardstock cover, which is a heavier weight paper than what the inside 60 pound typical uh, paper is like printing, but you know, from our copiers, which is fine for the inside. The outside now, because technology has allowed us to do full color uh, at approachable prices for the production, which wasn't always the case, wasn't always the case. We couldn't get the price down low enough, even when someone wanted an aesthetic to look different for the cover. But keep in mind, as you'll hear during our chat today, the cover, while it needs to be professionally presented, is never, in my approach, going to be sitting cover facing out on a bookstore shelf. Never. Ain't going to happen. Right. So for those are, who are watching on the video, this is an example of one of thousands of different booklets that I have helped and had the privilege to help subject matter experts with over the years. This one was done by a physical therapist. And he had studied a particular system on how to self-manage knee pain before surgery and injections and all kinds of other things. So he's got a really brilliant cover on this that is great. It, compelling. It, it is, yes, it is definitely. It uh, has a, a knee joint for those folks who aren't seeing the, the visual. Self-managed knee pain, 52 tips before considering injections or surgeries. That's great. Now, those of us who are baby boomers, either we started with the joints replacement or we started with cataracts. I've now had both. Um, <laughs> so this is for a very large population now. You know, who wants to go get surgery unless they absolutely have no other choice? So, and this guy has all kinds of alphabet soup after his name. So we know that there is that justification and substantiation of who he is. 
And what we did is we expand the product line by using the same exact content, auto recording it, having it available as a PDF. But wait, before we even get to that point, a 52 tip Word document before it is even formatted at all is saleable. Imagine this, I'll go back to my organizing days. Imagine morning drive time on the radio. And yes, people still do listen to the radio. And yes, people do still drive on or, or on a train or a bus to commute or a ferry. Of course. In Metro New York on a ferry also. On the Staten Island Ferry. Yes, Staten Island Ferry. That's right. So during that 15-second spot that staples your office supply store, they're already paying for the ad space, the time. They license my tips and they pair it up with a product that they want to be promoting. Let's just say there's one on ergonomics on how to stay safe sitting at your desk all day. Well, there's a tip there about how to stay safe at your desk for the whole day. And this week we have on sale a chair that is ergonomically ready to support your good health. Now, because I was a professional organizer as my second career of the three I've had so far, I have some credibility as an expert, as an organizer during those days. So it's much more cost-effective, time-effective to, to license the use of my 52 tips, formal licensing agreement of renting my content with certain parameters that they can use it for than it is to assign one of their staff to research it and who has no credibility as a professional organizer. So that's, while it's still in a Word document, you can drip a tip a week on your mailing list. So can a major manufacturer who wants to stay in touch with their lists, any of their lists, whether it's prospects, customers, whether it's they rented somebody else's list, all those possibilities. You rent them the use of your tips in exchange for payment. I know a guy. How do you how do you get yourself out there and your content out there to this to this in this marketing situation in in, in this? You, you start know. with who you know, first of all. Mm -hmm. And lots of people have said to me, I don't have any contacts. I go, I know you believe that to be true. Mm. Then we have a conversation. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so-and-so. He lives down the street, and he's a marketing guy at XYZ Company. Or my third cousin, four times removed. He's also in this position. So you start conversations with them. And for anybody who's squirrely about S-A-L-E-S, <laughs> I have language for you, and it's completely acceptable in polite and impolite company. I invite you to visit with that person. Get your enthusiasm about what you got all over them and then see how you can help them. Now, did you hear anything that sounded like language that would make somebody squirrely? It sounded, it sounded like it had some interesting subtext to it, but uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> right? So visit, share, and help. That goes into all of the metaphysicians, all of the healers, all of the people who have brilliance. They have their genius that many, many people will benefit from. So I lovingly invite you to get over yourself. Go visit with people you already know and you have no idea who they know. Bring your enthusiasm because you wouldn't have done what you did if you weren't passionate about it. And then see how you can help them. Wow. It, I mean, this you're really making it accessible and doable. Yeah. And, and you can, you're offering, you know, personal development, uh, you, know, you know, the content. This is some really interesting stuff. And, you know, it's really serendipitous because just last week I interviewed Mila Johansson and she really shook me because, you know, I, you know, I have five books in me that I haven't published yet. Yeah. And she said, Tony, you can write a, bo a book in 30 days a month. And she has a program for it. And I was like, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm extremely intrigued. As a matter of fact, I'm going to commit to it imminently, uh, you know, you know, imminently. And now you, here it is a week later, and you're saying 
Tony, forget 30 days. You can write a booklet. Uh, and that is, and that is all you need to do. This, this is even more accessible. It really is doable. Uh, this is fantastic. Well, let me give you, I'll give you a kick out of that too. I did a workshop years ago in Florida and it was an all day workshop and it was very interactive. I don't even like to use the work, the root, the, the word workshop because work, who wants to work? I mean, you know, so we played and one of the people there was staying at the hotel overnight and I guess it must have been longer than one day we were together because the very next morning he brought in his 52 tip manuscript <laughs> he went back to his room after the day before wrote the tips and by the way 52 that number may or may not instantly jump out at you yeah it's a little and interesting it's interesting what has 52 is it cards or is it weeks in a year Thank you. <laughs> and by having different delivery formats, I never worked in a corporation. Closest I got to be that bureaucracy level was education. Uh, I did teach string instruments in public elementary schools. But that's the only thing I have paper for, as I told you when we first started. And by the way, for those listening, she is a violinist. Was. 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 I don't go back and reread chapters either. Um, so at any rate, the point here is everything that I am now teaching, I have learned along the way. Either I tried it out from one of my three extra brain cells that I copped to, or I noticed somebody else, and then I took that model and tweaked it a little bit. Um, but all of these things, so to have different delivery formats, imagine this, a senior vice president of marketing in a major corporation has the job or de delegates the job to come up with four calendar quarter marketing campaigns in a year. And those marketing campaigns, wisely done, will have some incentive for people to participate, whether they buy, whether they join your list, whatever. We gift, give you a gift for signing up for our mailing list, making a purchase of our new product, and on and on, those typical kinds of models. Imagine that that same senior VP loves what we're doing, loves the idea of tips and says, oh man, this is great. And I say, well, wait, it gets better. I said, we can provide you something different each one of your four calendar quarters to use as the giveaway, as the incentive. Because the first quarter, it may be the printed booklet. Second quarter, it may be a recording of the same exact content, audio recording, a link. Doesn't even take any production cost on that for us. Th third quarter, and this is we may do a card deck. card deck. Fourth quarter, we may do a jigsaw puzzle. So, so, so you, that VP of marketing. Hold on, Paul. This is you licensing your product for people to do as they would like here. Uh, yeah, it's a formal agreement. And the easiest way to understand a license, imagine you have an apartment building that you own. You own it. However, you grant the right for people to use each apartment for a certain period of time in certain parameters that they can and cannot do things in exchange for paying you. That's a property. It's an easy understanding of the word property. Right. Your content is property also. You are renting the use of it under certain written legal parameters, what they can and cannot do in exchange for them paying you. You um, always own it. So, so you really monetize your product here. Not only do you, is, it, is it the product per se, now there's all sorts of applications, multiple, oh, yeah. multiple use licensing means that an unknown, you know, an indefinite number can use it in various ways that in the agreement you make. So it's it, the possibilities are incredible, incredible. The potential is yeah. huge. So why, you know, now you understand a little bit more of when I, I said, I go to monetizing things. I do. Yeah. And yes, of course, it turns out to be a marketing tool along the way by, Absolutely. you know, by its very being. Great stuff. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. I'm going to continue this very theme as soon as we come back with Paulette Ensign. Great stuff. 
This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. People value all sorts of things, but Benjamin Franklin teaches us that the most valuable thing we have is time. With it, we can have practically anything. Visit www.perficio.io, that's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can truly learn how to value time and have that instilled in you so that you can best use time to work for you. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza, and my guest, Paulette Ensign, just gave me the finger uh, but very playfully, and I really left my, that was very funny. Uh, <laughs> she was being she was being very whimsical, and I really appreciate that. I hope I didn't embarrass you there, Paulette, but I really doubt it. <laughs> no, you didn't embarrass me. No, not even close. So we're talking about how she you can monetize your tips, your publication, and she's saying there's all different ways, and it really, it's only limited by your imagination and how much you market it and how many people you know you present it to. So it's but let's back up slightly. And I alluded to it with when I mentioned Mila Johansson writing a book in 30 days. And, you know, and you got started with a 16 page booklet. You know, it can be as little or as small as you want. But I would, it seems to me that staying small is a way to get it done quickly. Right. And why not? It's just like you said, you know, just because it's small doesn't mean you're not an author. You are. So yes. let's get into the question is how long, how long does it take to write and publish a whole tips booklet? You know, that's how long is a piece of string. Uh, <laughs> there are people that can make it a federal production. Right. And, you know, and, and are perfectionists and think there is such a thing as perfection. There are other people who are more like me. Let's get it done. Let's just get it done. So I cannot give you, I will not give you or anybody else a, a solid number, a length of time. Uh, it's interesting. Somebody who was interested in my company's services asked me how much time to put aside in a week. I said, first of all, I have no idea who you are, what your work style is, what else you've got going on in your life, or, you know, anything. I can't tell you the answer to that. Only you know. And you might find that once you get started, everything else gets pushed aside. Or that you, you know, whatever you are most comfortable with. Because if you force it to happen, it's not going to be the best representation of who you are. Now, that said, what I encourage people to do when they work with my company, either on a solo author booklet, like this one that I showed you about knee pain management, or a collection of experts, which is the booklet version of those big collaborative, collaborative multi-author books, those anthologies, mm. um, that you know, either way, it does not have to take you a long time unless you feel it has to, because the purpose of this that we're talking about today, whether it's a book or a booklet, is primarily in my world intended as a promotional tool for our buyers. And in fact, that leads me into saying another big differentiator of the work that we do with our clients is we don't go anywhere near bookstores or Amazon at all. Don't go no to single Amazon. copy sales. No single copy sales. It's all bulk sales and licensing. Wow. And what ends up happening is you end up reaching more people to be able to help them that way. And you make more money in the process. I mean, let's try this one out. This is a slam dunk. No hold, on, hold on. Let me get, let me see if I'm clear on this, Paulette. You're saying you promote and you teach not to go for singular sales, but bulk sales. Yep. Wow. And I'll give you a real solid example. Uh, when I was writing this booklet, I happened to be the national president of the National Association of Professional Organizers. That and, you know, $3 will get you a Starbucks. Um, but nevertheless, I had access, but what I didn't have was knowledge. So what I rattled off to you about the marketing VP, I didn't know that 25 years ago. I didn't know about marketing quarters in the year. I didn't know any of that. First time that I ever, that I changed my business model to bulk sales, a guy called me after he had bought a single copy from the promotional excerpts that I did the first year in magazines. 
I didn't pay for any of that. I sent an editor a copy of the booklet and a cover letter inviting them to excerpt from the booklet to write an article in their magazine as long as they put contact information about how to get their own copy. I sold 50,000 copies that way one at a time. Don't bother trying to do that now. It's a different deal. However, a guy, I know a guy, a guy <laughs> bought one copy. Then the next thing I know, he sends me a thousand bucks. And I'm going in the envelopes, $5, $5, $5, $1,000, $5. But wait a minute. He said more zeros before the decimal point. What is this? I had to call the guy to find out what he thought he was buying. Now, I'm pretty good about identifying a target audience. This guy in a million years, no matter how creative I pride myself on being, ever would have reached my target market list. I had access to Pendaflex, Avery Dennison, Tupperware, all of those organizing manufacturers. However, this guy was an electrical manufacturer's rep firm in San Juan, Puerto Rico. He looked at the booklet and he said, listen, I'm interested in sending a copy of this to all of my clients and colleagues and uh, you know, vendors and everybody as this year's holiday greeting. He said, I have a couple of questions they ask. I said, sure. He said, and now this was 1991. Keep in mind, the internet wasn't a thing yet. And I was brand new basically into what I was doing. However, I'm a firstborn. You know, I mean, I'm a natural trailblazer. That's where I get my jollies. So he said, could we have our company name and phone number on the cover? I said, sure. I had no clue how. I was confident I could get it done. Then he said, I have a really big favor to ask. And I'm thinking, what's he going to ask me? He said, would it be okay with you if we leave your name and contact information in the booklet? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be fine. He ordered 2,500 copies because I had to upsell them. I couldn't help myself. Um, and they went to 2,500 places I never could have reached that then rippled out with that pebble in the puddle. And I got bulk sales from that. That day forward, the only way you could ever get a copy, a single copy, was as a PDF. Wow. I never, never, ever again made single copy sales available in print, ever. And we're talking thousands of copies at a time. I did a licensing deal with a major consumer mail order catalog company at that time. They licensed the right for them to print a quarter of a million copies. And they made it available as gift with purchase in one issue of their catalog. The idea of a quarter of a million copies, it's a big number for a lot of us solopreneurs. However, context, that year, that company was dropping 17 million catalogs. This was a test. They got a third for them. This was, they got a 13% sales increase from offering that booklet. It seems to me that the great challenge is is marketing, getting getting to your your market, and um, putting it in front of the right people. Now, it can be easier than one thinks, Tony. And I understand what you're saying, mm. and I'm empathetic. However, what I'm telling you is that little thing that the the subtitles that I gave you of visit, share, and help. Yeah. When I say visit with somebody, that's all very different than saying. Go make cold calls in this industry. I'm not suggesting that you do a LinkedIn campaign. I'm not suggesting that you do uh, renting a list in some industry. I'm saying talk to people that you already know and literally visit with them. Tell them what you're doing. How many times have we talked with people who said, you know, my cousin, you need to talk to him. Let me give you, you know, let me introduce the two of you. As we said, so this is coming full circle in a way. As we said at the outset, start with who you know, work and work, and work through that. Work through yeah. those, work through your first person, the people yeah. in your sphere, and then start expanding. Yeah. So we teach people how to do that. And they are amazed at how many people they actually know that they feel comfortable enough to go visit with them. When we talk about getting their, you know, getting your enthusiasm all over, I mean, that's a natural, that's a permission that we're, you know, adding fuel to the fire to encourage. So it seems to me that you, you're really, your message is you, you're, you're telling 
anyone that they could do this and yep. right now they can get yep. started right now you can exactly you, you help them you teach them you prepare them as far as you do that they can start right now publishing a booklet or a, tip, a tips booklet and getting it out into yes. the market and tony one of the things you asked me about how long does it take um i've mentioned two different formats of what looks the same from the outside one is a solo authored booklet that we take out of your own book. We take snippets of things that you wrote that you labored over and they're already a tip because you started that sentence with a positive verb. We pluck that out. Or you can participate in a collection of experts where each of 14 people plus you as the host gets one page of five tips of your own 50, 50, 50 word backgrounder about your business and all your contact information and lots of education about from me personally on how to give those away and sell them strategically. You've got a team of 14 other people continuously marketing you. They'll reach people you never would have reached. The collaboration makes it yeah. incredibly powerful. And somebody said today, well, you know, it's the same price as if I were to write a chapter in a book. And I said, books are harder to give away, first of all. They cost more in time and dollars. I said, and there's lots of folks. This is intended to whet the appetite to be hungry for the entree. Yes. You and I both come from food cultures, <laughs> but we know what that means. Right. You know, Excellent too point. much too soon. Too much too soon is going to be counterproductive. It's an excellent point. Let's take our final break, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But I have I want to cover important ground. Okay, so we're gonna take our final break, and we'll come right back with Paulette Ensign. This episode of Self Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. What if you could get the results of being coached without a human coach? What if a computer could coach you? Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O.io, where you can get coached without scrutiny, judgment, or pressure. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza, having a wonderful discussion with Paulette Ensign about tips and how you can become a tip solopreneur right now. Great stuff. Let me get into my first question. How do I use tips to help more people and make money? There are lots and lots and lots and lots of ways. The most likely ways are one of the following. First and foremost, create a list of 52 tips following the, um, the formula that I gave. Uh, and we do a fair amount of editing of tips. So don't worry if you think of yourself as somebody who is quote, not a good writer. No prob, we help. The other ways, as far as production is concerned, is you can create a tangible printed booklet. And yes, people are still printing. I hear that a lot. Nobody's printing anymore. Yeah, they are. It depends. It depends on the context. Uh, audio record it because there's some people that their lifestyle and learning style is more auditory than it is um, visual, then expand it to a product that handles the people that like to roll their sleeves up and touch stuff, that they're more kinesthetic. So a card deck using those same exact tips, you're not having to dig around for content. You're using it successively, the same thing. Each of those formats that I just said can be done in both tangible and um, digital. So right off the bat, you've got six different products. And by the way, that's only in English. So six different products of the same tips. Same content. Yep. Same content. Yep. <laughs> right. So if you make it for and, online, you make it for offline and, and just, and just in one language. Now yep. you can go beyond. And my point here is, let's say that you are talking with a manager of a local bank branch and for you to open the conversation and say, listen, you know, I know in our neighborhood, we've got a lot of folks who Italian is their native language and you want to get them to do more business with you. We can get that translated for you into Italian 
or Spanish right. or whatever language you want to approach that community in their own tongue. Right. So you can really start delivering to a demographic. You don't have to go to Italy to, you know, to, uh, you know, make an Italian version. You can right here in New York, you can sell some or wherever. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the answer is usually yes. The answer is usually yes to the question. Because it's so small, it's so much more doable. You know, it's you know, it's scaling. It's just fantastic. So, Tony, one other thing. Um, We've been talking about books a little bit, and I know frequently people will say, "Do I have to have a book first, or do I ever have to have a book?" The answer is, whatever you got is fine, because there's ways to pivot from that. If you don't have a book, the booklet can be a skeleton to make it easier for you to write a book. If you do have a book, it can be the quick start for the book, and it can be a trail of breadcrumbs in your marketing that leads up to the book. So no matter what, we've got you covered. And I have ways to support and help people within my business, no matter where you are, no matter where you are uh, logistically, where you are financially. We can help you with, with this. It sounds, it's beyond intriguing. I'm going to learn more about it after this interview is over personally. So this is, this sounds like, it's beyond intriguing. It sounds like something that I would want to do. Uh, and I already mentioned about wanting to be an author. And this is, you know, this is, seems to me is the quickest route. You know, and you can do it different ways. It's very, it's fascinating. Tony, uh, we may even have you hosting a collection of experts. We'll see. We'll talk about that too. We will. That's, that sounds like something worth talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So uh, now we've talked about all different ways you can uh, package it and create it both online and offline, uh, you know, and how it's valuable per se and, and, and licensing, but um, what about what about in terms of marketing? Uh, not not marketing it, but marketing yourself. Uh, is it more than a great lead magnet? Oh yeah, it definitely is. Because first of all, it's funny. I got speaking engagements when people heard that I had a booklet before they even saw what it was, which totally cracked me up. But you talk about credibility, yeah. You know. Um, But the fact of the matter is that once you have your name on something as the creator of it, it is an implied, you know, it's a leveraging that there's an assumption that you know your stuff. Great stuff. Well, this has been a fantastic interview, obviously very valuable. You know, I would say that this is one of the most valuable interviews I've done simply because even if, you know, I, I, you know, this value is this, this podcast is all about personal development and business, but this is something immediately accessible to someone who's never, doesn't have any experience. It's not in That's the right. psychology field or business field. It's for anyone. If you decide that you want to do something and you, and then this, you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can do this this can be something and you can it's a no fail proposition right you, you this is whoever you are if you want to do something even if you've done a lot of things already or nothing you got you <laughs> this is for you so this is this is for a person who just wants to do something or more this is great this is in, very intriguing i gotta say this has been extremely valuable and i thank you very much paulette um would you like to give some final remarks Yes, I would. That everything that we teach in having to do with the booklets is also immediately applicable to any other products you may have now or ever. That the whole concept of selling in bulk, how to do that, and how to reach and help more people with all the self-help that we're focused on here, and certainly after what we've come out of in the past couple of years, that you know, everyone has their own experiences that somebody else will, will find extremely valuable. So don't think for other people, let them think for themselves and do the part that's yours to do with sharing your brilliance, your genius, your expertise. Wonderful. And I understand you have a free gift for the audience. I do. I'm going to make available, and I thought that I had the link. Um, instantly to put in the chat here 
I will send that to you. And uh, okay, but, you can send that. but they okay, and we'll definitely have it on your page. We're going to create a page for you on our website. It's going yeah. to love it. But uh, of course, your website is tib tipsproducts.com. Yes, okay? tipsproducts.com. And they yeah, certainly don't, don't don't leave don't lose your s along the way. Tips, right? So plural. Okay. Tips products. Right. Both. Both yeah. are plural. Tipsproducts.com. Okay. Yes. S after each noun. And um and I'm sure they can go there and, and get the uh the the free gift. So I recommend and I'm gonna be going to this website because I, I and, and Paulette and I are gonna be talking because I totally sincere that this sounds very valuable uh and very doable. Uh so I suggest that you go to tipsproducts.com uh and check out what she's about. Get a free gift that you are. What's the free gift, by the way? The free gift is a um, a a diagram, a circle that has a, a couple of dozen different ways that you can use your content. Okay, that that could be very useful. <laughs> very good, great. And how do they contact you, Paulette? How do they contact um, you? You can contact me. Uh, but my contact information is on the website. However, I am on the Pacific coast. So keep that in mind, especially if you are on the East coast or further East of that, um, my phone, I'll give you my phone just because. If you'd like to, that's your prerogative. That's fine. 858-922-9768. I recommend you make the call, you know, if you're even thinking about it, because, you know, obviously hesitation, for those, those who hesitate, wait and wait and wait. And if this, you know, this is something that, you know, this is something that you can do, that anyone can do. That's something that I am very, very interested in. And I'm most probably, I'm going to wind up doing, because I, as I mentioned about the, the Johansson uh, book in 30 days, this is even more accessible, you know, and, and, they, and they can, you, and you can, they can loop on each other. As she said, you can write, yeah. you can have the book first or you can have the booklet first. Doesn't matter. You can have both. <laughs> and and they're both, they both work off each other. So it, this is great stuff. Also check out Paulette on, uh, on LinkedIn, Paulette Ensign in LinkedIn. Fantastic interview, Paulette. It's been a real pleasure. You've offered great value. I'm going to be checking out your site. I recommend everyone else to go there. And I want everyone to remember that we're all we're all responsible for ourselves and we can all use a little help. With that, thank you for joining the Self-Help Coaching Podcast. Paulette, thank you very much. My pleasure. And we'll see you next time on our next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.